0: Log Talk Radio <laughs>
1: Broadcasting live from Bristol, Connecticut, yes, the home of ESPN, although I am not affiliated, work for, have any connection to ESPN, just happened to be coincidental that I broadcast from the same town that ESPN is worldwide, uh, their worldwide headquarters are, Bristol, Connecticut. I can actually get there in about 10 minutes, maybe less. Not far at all from uh, where I broadcast from. Um, but no relevance, just, just just, a nice coincidence. And uh, if you want to call into the show, 347-838-9525. 347-838-9525. At some point this evening, I am expecting a full house. Um, I am under the weather and uh, really, really struggled with whether to even do a show or not, because I don't feel well at all. I'll be completely honest with all of you. Um, But, you know, as they say, the show must go on. Um, My brother is back home. He was here this weekend. It was good to have him home. He's back down in ATL. um, Had a little conflict in his schedule, so he will uh, be joining us at some point. I uh, did receive a confirmation from Dr. Train and from K-Star that they'll be joining us, but currently do not see them on the line. Um, So, you know, it's me, Commissioner T. I will start with, uh, met a couple out um, Thursday night. And for the life of me, I I believe the young lady's name was Lisa. And I want to say the husband's name was Mike. But I honestly got to tell you, I don't remember. Um, But um, it was at Cava Restaurant in Bristol, actually right up the street from ESPN, coincidentally, right on the same road as ESPN, uh, heading towards the highway on the left-hand side, away from ESPN. And uh, me and the gentleman got into a football conversation, as is pretty normal when I go most places, Um, especially since it was Thursday night and there were TVs on in the bar. We were wondering how come the uh, Cardinals... uh, um, uh, Oh, my God, Vikings uh, game wasn't on. Was it the Cardinals-Vikings? Yeah, Cardinals-Vikings. We were kind of wondering why that game wasn't on. And uh, so we guys to talking about football. And, I, you know, we, we talked about the Patriots. Now, I was the impression, for some reason I looked it up, the Patriots were playing the, the uh, Titans. Um, and it was really the Texans. I thought it was the Titans. He said the Patriots were going to lose. He said that, uh, I said, they're not going to lose three in a row. They're not going to lose to the Titans at 3-9. It's not going to happen. He said, they're all banged up. They're going to lose. You know, we're in trouble. I said, they're not going to lose. Now, it turned out to be the Texans, but nevertheless, I knew there was no way the Patriots were going to lose. And I told him, I said, I'm going to I'm gonna call you out on the show. I do a Madden show. I gave him the number. I said, I'm gonna want you to call the show tonight. Now, you know, I, I run into people all the time, Tell them about the Madden voice give him the number to the show, you know, give him the the website and the Facebook and all that. And the vast majority of, I never hear from again. So did I anticipate that he would call in tonight? No. Um, But am I a man of my word? Yeah, I am. I told him I would call him out. And uh, especially if the Patriots won and uh, and he's a Patriots fan, which is, which, which kind of confuses me that you're a fan of the team. And yet you thought they were going to lose three in a row. So Mike, I hope I think your name was Mike. If you're out there, uh, if, you, if your name isn't Mike, you know who I'm talking about. You know we met Restaurant Thursday night. I was right. Was about the only thing I got right this whole weekend, but I was right. Patriots managed to do it, Take regain control of the AFC. And the AFC is um, really looking very different in just one week's time. This is why we do what we do, and this is why you have to be very careful when you make proclamations because quickly things can change. I'm um, going to bring on Dr. Train and K-Star to jump in this conversation with me. Gentlemen, welcome to the Madden Voice.
2: Yo, what up, T, K-Star? What up, you guys? What's what up, what
1: up? It's You know, it's just amazing that in one week's time how different the AFC looks. And I know K-Star was probably over there, breakdancing, <laughs> popping and locking, uh, spinning on his head in his living room. Um, just about the happiest guy that anybody can be. We had a complete euphoria in the K-star household and in the Floyd household. Well, let's just say we weren't very happy with how the weekend played out. Um, but let's, let's, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about, you know, the AFC for a minute. Um, K Star, you know, you, you, you as a football analyst and as a football fan, you never want to root for injuries, but but it happens. Uh, Dalton's out indefinitely, and um, you guys beat up on the Bengals, and um, you know your your season has suddenly took a turn for the better. Would you Would you agree?
2: Yeah, uh, mostly with that. You know, it wasn't. Hasn't been sudden. The Steelers have been playing really well, but as far as, uh, you know, the, the plate technotics of the NFL changing, uh, surely they have with Dalton getting hurt, and, you know, the Steelers um, really, really taking it to the Bengals in, at Cincinnati. And, yeah, for anyone out there, I just got to put it out. I just got to say this. For any Bengals fan out there, if you're talking injury, yeah, miss me with all that. Seriously, stop it. Stop it. Big they, they bang was out for 25% of the season. That's a quarter of the season. I don't want to hear it. And actually, last week of the show, one of the biggest things that I had said about what really separates the Steelers and the Bengals this season, in my opinion, has been health. The Bengals, to that point, have been very healthy, very fortunate with injuries, whereas we have not. And now the tables have turned. Let's see what they're made of with their backup quarterback, who's actually a pretty talented kid in AJ McCarron, so they could be okay. Um, but let's see what they do. And, you know, we really don't know because there's now a cloud of uncertainty surrounding Cincinnati. I mean, even that uh, – I don't want to get ahead to next week too much yet, but at, at San Francisco next week, nothing is, is, is for sure for Cincinnati. So there's why why is there a cloud of uncertainty, K-Star? Because they uh, they may they may drop a game at Cincinnati. They may drop a couple, these last two games. We're not really sure how that why? Kind of play is going to play. Exactly. Because they should be caring. Yeah, because they should exa- be caring exa- exactly. the game. See,
1: you can't you can't have it both ways. You can't say there's a cloud of uncertainty in Cincinnati, but then say don't whine because you lost your quarterback. It's a fact that their quarterback well, I can. who well well, but you can. It's a fact that I mean, you, you can't you can't sit there and tell and make the statement that there's a cloud of uncertainty because of the untested, unproven backup. Yes, he was very good in college, but. So 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 was Johnny Manziel, and we'll see. And so were a lot of quarterbacks. We'll see. Um, but Andy Dalton was playing out of his mind this year. Let's be honest. And not only did they lose Dalton, they lost um, tight end there. I, I, you know, and yeah, he but, went out with a
2: concussion. He should be yeah. back this week.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, we don't know. And I, and I think what happens, unfortunately, is what we get robbed of is what would have happened. You know yeah. what would have happened with a healthy Dalton and a healthy Eifert for the game? do you because to me, it's a watered down victory. It's a win, you'll take it, no one's telling you to give it back. But what would have happened had they been healthy that whole game? Would you guys have been strong enough to still win? That's what I wanted to see. you know because yeah. frankly uh, we would have you been, know, <laughs> well well well, we can speculate what would have happened, but we don't know. We don't know what would have right. happened. Had, had you know what i mean and and frankly i mean as as funny as it sounds at 8 and 5 you guys are still in danger of missing the playoffs now certainly with the injury and and we don't know what mccarron's going to bring in that certainly gives you something to look forward to but i mean you know the jets and the chiefs are both playing pretty well right now and you still got two games that you got to make up on the bengal's with three to go you know so so you're still you're in a better situation than you were a week ago because you beat the Bengals. You still, got, you still got a lot of work ahead of you. You still got a lot of work yeah, ahead.
2: Still, still, still got a lot of work. I will say, um, luckily, the Steelers have a tiebreaker over the Jets. However, if um, they both went out, uh, they don't over the Chiefs. We lost to the Chiefs, but over the over the Jets, we do. Uh, we would have a better conference record if we both went out. So it's working. In the Steelers, so
0: Steelers
1: have more conference games left than the Jets. Yes, right now the Jets on the tiebreaker.
2: Right now, so
1: yeah, I looked that
2: up. Uh, it's yeah. So the Steelers, if they went out uh, because their opponents are strictly AFC, uh, they will they they effectively will beat the Jets out the tiebreaker because they would have a better conference record.
1: Okay. All right. Train got any thoughts here?
3: Well, from one of the playoff scenarios I saw that on. Um, it um, had the deals on the outside looking in, but um, no, I agree with you as far as as far as the win. I'm not taking anything from the Steelers, but I would have just liked to see a healthy Bengals Bengals team versus a healthy Steelers team. Um, so you do get robbed of of, of that. Um, but reality is they're still on the outside looking in, and they still have to they still have to win games. And uh, I think you guys still have uh, – I, I don't know who's remaining on your schedule. I think it's – Denver's next.
2: Denver's next. It's, yeah, but
3: Denver, Cleveland, and uh, Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, they, they, well, uh, only, the only the, the – Baltimore would be the least of – definitely the least of concern, but these those next two could be, could be tricky because of the defenses on those teams. And man, the Denver Denver defense actually played pretty tough until, but the offense couldn't put up any points this past weekend. So you have to see what you do have to do for those two. Unfortunate for Cincinnati, though, like man, that that kind of sucks. So you you really will see what the team is um, made up with with AJ McCarron and see if they can get. Uh, all they need really much is one more win to lock up the division and they're good, but you never know. You'll see how big of a drop, how big of an MVP Dalton is to that team with with his next game.
1: Yeah, I would just add, don't – I mean, yeah, Baltimore just got wiped out, Um, but don't – you know, it is a division game. I wouldn't just just dismiss Baltimore. Um, you know, teams do get up for division games, and it, right now all they have is the play spoiler. And if they can if they can be responsible for handing the Steelers an L and keeping them from the playoffs, don't think those guys aren't going to come to play. You know, what I mean, I, I, I get it. They're you know on paper they're outmatched, but I, I wouldn't just dismiss them ceremoniously.
3: Uh, I. I... Uh. Du- duly noted, it is it, true, but they, they are, like, they're treated of talent due to injury. Yeah,
0: yeah, they are.
2: They are. They are. Um, I do want to. I, I do want to. Real quick real quick on the game, uh, the steelers Bengals game. Um, Vontez Perfect needs to be suspended, and that needs to happen before Sunday. I know the NFL is reviewing what happened, but I don't know if you guys saw it or not. There was a play where he was literally two or three seconds late after the, uh, Ben had thrown the ball and just immediately dove at his, at his knees. Just with the attempt to injure, it was very, very clear how late it was. And throughout the whole game, the guy was – I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a chippy game on both sides. But, yeah, he was he was just on another level in terms of, of dirtiness. And uh, I really hope that guy gets suspended. Did you guys see it by
3: chance? Yeah I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it. Um, it was bad. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch too many games on Sunday. So, well, I missed all the morning games because I, I um, sorry, to keep putting this in there, But I ran my first half marathon, so thirteen point one miles. God bless. Nice. Anyway, I spent the morning doing that, so I didn't really catch any in the morning games. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's. I hate to I hate to I hate to get in the intent. Um he definitely I, I think a fine is definitely coming. Um you know, suspension uh, maybe, maybe a game. Um definitely he's gonna get fined. that's uh, just you know, it's just, I mean it's just,
0: there's, there's yeah. Ooh, about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um I do I do wanna back up though on something that we discussed last week and uh I find it interesting that uh Adam Schefter um tweeted something that kind of supported my my assertion my assertion that K-Star um uh sent sent to the Madden Voice on Twitter. Um but let, let me just be clear K-Star on the whole Cam Newton situation. Um at no point did I say the only reason Cam Newton and the Panthers are undefeated is because of the accident. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's on disrespect the guy's complete football career and, and say the only thing that that, you know, has them playing at this high level is 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 the accident. But what I will say is it's pretty clear what was going on before the accident and what's been going on since the accident. And I do think the accident was a wake up call. I do think the accident had him reassess his position, his attitude towards the game and I think, you know, all of the fun you see him having, and all that stuff that's been going on, his renewed vigor for the game, which has also led to a higher level of play and a better leader overall. I think we would not have seen had he not had that accident. And we'll never be able to prove that, except for the fact that he's 14 and 0 since the accident. You know, one of the most incredible winning streaks in NFL history, <laughs> you know, since the accident. And I, and I think it has made him a better better leader and ultimately a better player on the field. And as was I said last week, and I will continue to say that, I still can't say that I'm convinced that, um, I mean, he's the MVP. They're undefeated. They're playing at a high level. I just, I don't like the posing, and the bravado during the game. Celebrating a touchdown and all that, that's fine. You score, whatever you celebrate, that's fine. But all that stuff I'm seeing on the sideline and the posing for the pictures and all that, I just don't – I think that's too much. And I'm a fan of Deion Sanders. I'm a fan of Terrell Owens. I'm a fan of Billy White Shoes Johnson and, and, and guys that have celebrated excessively in the NFL. But there's a time and a place for it, and I think it's going to come home to roost. Um, you know, I just I just think you, you're swinging. Now you swung way too far the other direction. Now, and you know, you're, you're six foot six, two hundred fifty pounds quarterback out there, and it's very close to kind of flaunting in these guys' faces a little bit. And um, I, I don't, I just I just. I mean, I think I think it's gonna come home to roost at some point. Um, that's my opinion,
2: and I'm sticking I'm sticking to it.
1: Um,
2: different kind of leader. Different yeah. kind of leader. He's having fun. I know other people are temper- interpreting it as disrespectful to the other team, but really, I think it's more about building themselves up. And I just think that he's just a different kind of leader.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't doing any of this before. You know, I mean, they made the playoffs last year when doing all that. You know, I mean, I just, you know, you know, I mean, it, it, to me, it's no different than it's now, it's different, but it's the same issue now in reverse. Last year, before the accident, I said, he's sitting on the sideline. He's hanging his head. He's putting the towel over his head. That's not how you lead the team. You need to stand up and be the leader of this team and, you know, represent the franchise. Okay. And for the most part this year, he was doing that pretty well. But now he's went and swung too far the other direction now you ain't won nothing yet, bruh, you know what I mean like you haven't you ain't won it yet, I get it, hell, oh, he's having fun, and he's he's just but I just think it's too much, and yes, I think if I'm on the other side and I'm playing defense, I don't know man, I'm just saying you know i'm I'm just saying i just it's it's much it's it's a little too much. And I think that he's better than that. He was better than last year, year before, hanging his head. And I only do the players that are called and looking like he was depressed on some sort of antitis He was better than that, and we've seen that he's better than that. He's he's also better than this. Tone it, just take it down one notch. You can still do your you know your little celebrating and your little dancing and your Superman, all that, all that's in bounds, all that's fine. But when you're sitting there posing with the team. You know, game's out of reach, twenty-four nothing, thirty-one nothing, but still, and you're sitting on the sideline posing. I, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't support that. I, it could be anybody in the Cowboys doing that. I would feel the same way if it was T.O. If it was anybody on the Cowboys, I'd say, hey man, you know, when you, when you, when the game is over, hey, celebrate all you want, that's fine. But during the game, man, just you know, I just, I don't agree with it. And I, and I think my opinion is it shows. A different character flaw than the other stuff did. That's going to come back and bite him at some point. That's my prediction. Now, uh,
0: I remember about I, think.
1: Five, I remember about four years ago I told you guys that when the Redskins drafted Kirk Cousins there was a plan, and I was laughed at. No, he's he was a good quarterback. He's available, but it's RG three's team, and we see who's running the team now. We see who's been running the team. You know, so what I'm saying is. Um, you know, this is gonna. My opinion, this is gonna come and bite him. Unless he, unless, is, he, unless Rivera, or somebody says to him, which apparently Rivera doesn't have a problem with it. He's saying as long as he keeps his focus during the game, he's okay with it. But
2: this is this is why I don't think he's really changed at all as a leader. I just think this is all results, results oriented base. He's just the only difference is now they're winning all the time, and this is kind of the uh, other end of the spectrum of it, like you said, so I don't. maybe,
0: all
2: right,
1: all right. Um, Another question for for (laughs) K-Star, K-Star night. So, listen, there's a movement that's saying maybe Antonio Brown ain't the best wide receiver in NFL. Uh, There's a movement that's saying that maybe Odell Beckham is the best wide receiver in NFL. I'm hearing mm -hmm. that more and more. K-Star, I want you to, you know, I mean, what do you think? So,
2: Odell Beckham is awesome. Yes, he's great. He really is. And he's doing that at such a young age. But with the problem with the argument with Odell Beckham, what I'm seeing is people are almost – it's like people are arguing Odell Beckham's age being – and his on-field product being as one over Antonio Brown because Antonio Brown did it become Antonio Brown until a little later in his career. It's like they're taking 23-year-old Odell Beckham versus 23-year-old Antonio Brown, not 23-year-old, not not now Antonio Brown and and current Odell Beckham, and that's where the flaw with the argument is. It's 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 like an age-adjusted argument, which is ridiculous because uh, I read a stat that if if people want to, you know, make these adjustments, you can, uh, Antonio Brown is on pace with Ben Roethlisberger in the lineup for 2,100 yards and also 160 catches, which both are NFL records. So if people want to do that, then we can do that the other way. Now, another thing I will say is Antonio Brown uh, has another element, and that is in the palm return game, he does that, and he does that very well. And thirdly, Antonio Brown, you know, all for for all the Odell Beckham hoopla, uh a couple of things, and T I know you agree with this. I mean, can we can we agree that Odell Beckham plays in the in the weaker division? You know, defenses are more apt to give up points. Oh
0: yeah,
2: yeah, hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a weaker division. Yeah, and that that's one thing. And secondly, or thirdly, you know, Odell Beckham's had Elon Manning this whole season, yet yeah. Is about fifteen percent away of, of Antonio Brown's production this season when Antonio Brown played with a backup quarterback for four games. So how does that how does that jive? The stats don't back up what they're saying. I don't see Donfield play necessarily back up what they're saying. I just see people with an argument of age this, age that. And yes, <laughs> of course. And uh, Odell Beckham is, is in a rare mold uh, of of historic uh, you know greatness in terms of what he's doing at his age relative to people within that were his age, but you have gotta compare him to Antonio Brown now, not Antonio Brown at 22. It doesn't it doesn't work otherwise, and he's not better than him.
3: Mm.
0: Mm.
3: Dr. Train, what do you think? I'm gonna I'm come from a different point of view, man. I don't, I don't really look at these season long stats when it comes to best receiver. Quasi um, Kev, if I, if, if I had to choose between the two, I, I will choose Antonio Brown because I think he's tough. I don't think on the, I don't think OBJ is tough to it at all. I think he's fast, and I think he's very crafty. But his toughness, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's toughness on the other receivers. But what to me, how I end up measuring these receivers is when they go up against the top corner. Then I see how well they do. So I see how Antonio Brown did up against Richard Sherman, and now I'd love to see how OBJ is up against Richard Sherman. And he, if he outplays Antonio Brown up against Richard Sherman, then hey, I can't take nothing from him. But that's that's what I like to measure him against because you can't measure him with just a whole bunch of numbers on paper because you just don't play the same team.
2: Yeah, that's why I about the
3: divisions. When you play, by the way. but when you when you play against, but when you play against, you know that opponent on the other side who can put hands on you. Then let's see how how much a top receiver you are. than just playing against teams that just blow coverages and leave you wide open.
0: Mm.
2: The Miami, Miami secondary is putrid. People have been torturing them all season. FYI, I mean Brandon Marshall. I mean he's been torturing people all season himself. People have been doing that all year, and you know it's the Monday night stage, and people get really excited in the New York media. Well, Man, I will say through.
1: I will say this though: the one counter to all of this is. You know Beckham doesn't have Weeden. Um, Beckham doesn't have Bryant. I mean, he's got a Ruben Randall who's serviceable at best. He's not. He's not. He's not on the level of your other receivers. Um, you know, the, the receiving core in in um, New York is not the receiving core in. Uh, Pittsburgh. And frankly, they have two quarterbacks that have won two Super Bowls. But let's be honest, you know, even though Eli Manning just had a all world game last night, um, he's not been. You know, I mean, I, we, I, I don't think any of us have ever put Eli Manning when we've had the conversation of the four horsemen and who 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 can we consider to be, you know, in the next level or the next run or knock on that door. We've always thrown Ben in that conversation. We've been very clear about our respect for Ben Roethlisberger. We've never put Eli Manning, even with his two Super Bowls in that conversation. So, I mean, in fairness to to Beckham you know he is he he is it really in the receiving core he's it he's the guy and um and Manning had a great game last night not taking it away from that game but Manning doesn't have he doesn't have the seasons he doesn't have he does not have the ability he's not mobile like Ben he doesn't have the arm strength that Ben has um you know he, he's just a different quarterback than uh than Ben is and it would be interesting if you flip-flopped him and put Beckham with Ben and put Brown with uh, Manning, you know, not what would happen. And I think, you know, my, my position would be um, if you take a receiver, you know, like a Jerry Rice is always my – that's that's the guy, right? Jerry Rice could play with any quarterback, you know. You, you, you know, it, it don't matter quarterback bit spin on the ball and left-handed, right-handed. He played with Joe Montana, who was right-handed. He played with Steve Young, who was left-handed. He went to Kansas City. He went to Oakland. He, you know, the guy who played was forty-three years old. I mean, you know, Terrell Owens, another great wide receiver. How many quarterbacks did he play for and excelled? Randy Moss, although Randy had you know, some ups and downs, but still, when you look at the great wide receivers, and I will give, I will give Brown that credit of. This season playing, you know, he's had three different quarterbacks throw to him and he's had monster games with three different quarterbacks. Um and, and 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 so so I would lean towards Brown too, to be totally honest with you. And and let me just say this. One of the reasons I want to come on the show and, and not cancel even though I'm feeling like doo-doo, is um I, I have to call out another wide receiver. I have to call him out because I can't make any more excuses for you, bro. I sat here and said to Des Bryant, I have said it most of the season, and he's still, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in NFL. He's having an off year. He's having a down year. Um, but, you know, so did Darrell Revis and came back when he was healthy and dominated, right? Uh, Calvin Johnson's been injured, came back, played, you know. Um, he He held out, missed training camp. He broke his foot, missed a lot of games, doesn't have his quarterback. I've made excuses all year for this guy. I cannot make excuses now. I know Matt Castle is terrible. Okay, let's just call it like it is. Matt Castle is terrible. He ain't Michael Vick. He ain't Landry Jones. He ain't Eli Manning. He's terrible. All the quarterbacks we're talking about throwing the top wide receivers, Matt Castle is on the bottom of the list. He is terrible. That said, there were some balls that you should have catched. Uh, Caught against Green Bay. And I will give you this credit. You owned up to it after the game. You said you didn't play to your level. You said you, you know, dropped passes you shouldn't have dropped. You jumped to make it. You you owned up to it, and you didn't make any excuses. I I commend you, Mr. Bryant, for that. But now what? Now what? Because let's be honest. Cowboy's about done. Mathematically, it ain't over. Mathematically, you still have a chance. Two games back, three games to go. Same position the Steelers are in. Two games back, three games to go. Okay? So mathematically, you're not out of it. But this weekend was the worst possible scenario. Dallas lost. The other three teams won. It was the worst possible scenario. And the defense in Dallas played well for three and a half quarters. For the most part, you know, down about fourth quarter, they ran out of gas, and that was the end of that. But for the most part, they had chances to stay in that game against Green Bay. Green Bay showed mortality you know? But offense got to make some plays. And again, let me be clear. Matt Castle's terrible. I would have no problem if Dallas brought in Kellen Moore right now. I'd have no problem with it. Hasn't taken one NFL snap ever. Pro snap. I'd be okay with it. They're not going to. They still think Castle is their best chance to win. Okay. I, would, I wouldn't I would have a problem with it. I wouldn't have a problem if they signed Tim Tebow right now and started him Saturday night against the Jets.
0: I wouldn't have <laughs> a problem with it.
1: I, I wouldn't. I would not even flinch they can go find 43 year old John Kitna, who's coaching somewhere in Dallas, a high school team. Sign him and play him Saturday night. I wouldn't care if they put Tony Romo's left arm in a sling and said you're playing Saturday night. That's how bad Matt Castle is. But that said, Dez, you gotta make catches. You gotta make plays. You are the superstar on that team. You are the you are the you're the you're the heart. You're the energy behind that offense. The offense goes as you go. Not Darren McFadden, who had a good day running. Not Turbin, who also did well. Not even Jason Witten, who's, you know, arguably one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game. It's offense goes as you go, and you're dropping passes and not making the catches that we've seen you make over and over again. You can't do – I don't give a damn if we're 4-11 and 11 and we're playing the last game of the season for nothing. I need to see you make plays, bro. I need to see you show us why they signed you – Five years, seventy million dollars this off season. Why they let go of Demarco Murray to keep you? Because that's really what it boils down to. They made a decision and said we can't afford them both, so we're gonna make sure Dez Bryant gets all his money, and we're gonna give Demarco what we can afford. Now, of course, Demarco ain't happy about that, but that's another whole conversation. Because Demarco, Demarco's fourth, fourth string in Philly, huh? Demarco, how'd that decision work out for you? Fourth string. Hmm. Okay. But anyway. So, Dez, I'm calling you out, bro. I can't sit here and defend you anymore. You, you you, are, when healthy and playing at your game, I still consider you the best wide receiver in the NFL. But right now, you're garbage. You're garbage. You're terrible right now. Terrible. Now, prove me wrong. Come out here against the Jets, who has a stellar D, and show me what you got. Show me that you can compete against Revis if he plays – or um, Cromarty or whoever they got back there. Show me. You ha- you are the ma- – I want to see it. Antonio Brown does it. We just talked about Beckham getting open and splitting defenders and 70-yard catches and all that stuff. We saw a freaking – you got Brandon Marshall on the other side. You know he coming to play. Jets playing for their playoff future. You know Brandon Marshall's coming to play. The top wide receivers are out there balling, and you sitting over there dropping – Catches, throw right in your hand. Show me something, bro. Show me, because I'm disgusted with you right now. Show me something. Because had you played even 70% of what we're used to you playing, maybe, maybe the game is different. Maybe that, that tip that you did that went to shields in the end zone, maybe if you'd use your athletic ability and snag that ball, maybe that's a touchdown and maybe that's a different game starting off 7 nothing against the Packers. I'm so disgusted with you, Dez, because I've defended you for 13 weeks. I defended you when you were hurt. I defended you when you didn't play. I defended you when you know, when you did play and you had bad games, and K-Star came here and dogged you and said, oh, Des Bryant, I don't want to hear about Dez Bryant no more. And I said, no, K-Star, I, de- I can't defend you no more. You're garbage right now. You want to come off the Madden Voices crap list? You better do something Saturday night. I don't... I want to win. Don't get me wrong. I want to win the game. I want to win. I'm not I but, but, but I want to see you play well, win or lose. I want to see you playing well. If we get blown out 38 to seven, let me see that that seven points was a Des Bryant touchdown and he had seven catches for 113 yards and one touchdown. Show up. Give us something to look forward to. If our season is over, I want to know that Des Bryant is coming to play next season. But I don't want to wait to next season and see it. I want to see it right now. Or if not, get back your money and go play for somebody else.
0: Just
1: just, just forfeit your contract and go somewhere else. We don't need you. I'm done. I'm
2: so disgusted with him, I don't even know what to say to myself. (laughs) Yeah. They really needed him on uh, against the Green Bay Pack. Like, yeah, he had. I never seen him play that bad. Um, I'm not trying to, you know, throw salt in there or anything, but yeah. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys, like, they they really do need him set up now more than any other time. With Romo being out, he's the de facto leader because of that. And yeah, it just didn't happen. And
1: listen, hmm. here's the bottom line. Yeah, you're two games back with three games ago, Your team's four and nine. Your team is terrible, but you're in a terrible division, so you keep hope alive. The Giants play the Panthers. Okay, everyone's calling the, the, the Giants giant killers, and a lot of people think the Giants can take out the Panthers. I don't, you know. Um, the Eagles are playing the Cardinals, okay. I expect the Cardinals to play well and beat the Eagles. The Gi- uh, the, the Redskins are playing the Bills. Now, that's more of an even game. That's kind of a pick em game. But the Bills have the talent to go in there and beat the Redskins. We beat them on a Monday night with Matt Castle. Certainly the Bills – Uh, Even though they didn't close the deal against the Eagles can go in here and beat these Redskins. If these three teams win and Dallas is somehow able to, at home, Saturday night, pull out a win against the Jets, it's back to a one-game division with two games to go. And Dallas right now still has the lead in the division record. So I mean, yes, I get it. I'm reaching. If Bryce was on, he'd be like, yeah, 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 I get it. I'm reaching. I'm 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 trying to make an excuse to still support my team. But I'm also stating facts. Those are three losable games by our division rivals. And if the Cowboys can somehow beat the Jets, it's back to a one game division with two games to go. And remember, if if the teams End up in tie, all tied, Dallas holds the tiebreaker. If all four teams end up with six and ten, seven and nine, however that plays out, Dallas would be four and two in the division and they would win the division. So I'm holding out a little bit of hope. I got a little bit, it ain't much, you know, but I'm holding it out <laughs> just a little, you know. I mean, I could be worse, it could be the Bears, it could be no. Ooh. Now we're even, Doctor Trey. You know, Joe Cam pose a couple weeks
3: ago. Didn't think I was gonna get you back. Get you. Okay, yo, Cam, my Cam pose had nothing to do with your Dallas Cowboys. My yeah, Cam you. pose simply because I like Cam Newton, and yeah, I thought you. it was cool that we beat Green Bay.
0: Yeah, but you did it for the game. Strange, cause you did
3: it. You well, well, me well, your tag's number one. Well, I You're can't help me. they put the schedule. I can't help they put the Panthers on Thanksgiving whoop y'all ass. That's not my okay. problem. <laughs> well, and yes. you tagged me. We won, okay. we won our game.
0: And yeah, I was
3: happy about it, and I liked the Superman pose, so I put it out there for, and for us to beat against Green Bay. And, and as I
1: like to do, I stay facts. You did it on the same day that the Panthers beat the Cowboys,
3: and you tagged me. <laughs> I had well, like, you so you can see my, oh, so you see my pose for the fact that we 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 beat the Packers.
2: He, he had already seen the Canoe pose earlier that day, though. Tree.
0: No, Canoe pose all over the place.
1: That's <laughs> yeah, many times.
0: That so, is not.
1: So <laughs> so 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 here's the reality of it. As bad as my team looks, as horrible as we look, we're not the Bears. We're not out. We still actually have a little bit of a chance. It ain't much.
3: Actually, we're not. We're not mathematically
1: out. Well, you're not. Out, <laughs> you're you're a out whole of. Lot of you can't win the division, so that's done.
3: No. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying we're not mathematically out. That is a fact.
1: You're not mathematically out. If you went out at eight and eight, did you still win a good wild take,
3: card? It, it would. It uh, would take uh, a whole lot of losing from a whole lot of different teams.
1: You would win like a wild. A lot you of would teams Wait a so, minute, would you win the tiebreaker okay. over the Vikings for the wild card? Because I'm looking at it now. Vikings have eight wins, Seahawks yeah, have eight wins. Yeah, I don't the
3: Seahawks do. So the Vikings, oh, what
1: do we do? Did you play either of yeah, those I two
3: teams? You
1: played the Vikings. Yeah, we played the Vikings. And yeah, what, was the, what was the, your, did you split or what was the?
3: No, we still have a game left.
1: Okay. And who won the first game?
3: Vikings won the
1: first game. Vikings won the first game. Okay, so at eight and eight, eight and eight, then that would be a split. So then you'd have to go to common opponents. Okay, so we don't know against the Vikings, and then the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. You didn't play the
2: Seahawks, did? You? They, yeah, they played them. They lost. You did. Oh, okay.
1: So okay, so Seahawks. So so yeah. Okay, so with the so so with the Vikings right now, that would be okay. So you are mathematically still alive barely because because you still have to play the Vikings. And um, I don't know how common opponents would play out for your uh, for wild card. So okay, so you're right. You, mm-hmm. you, you still have you still have um, even less hope than the Cowboys, but you still have hope.
3: You still have I'm hope. not I'm not making I'm, I I don't have the desire to make a comparison like you do because you want to throw darts tonight. For me, it it really it really it really doesn't matter. We're not going anywhere. We don't need to go anywhere. I don't want to I don't want to see a sad Bears team in the playoffs. That's not fun. Yes, that's but... not fun to watch. Yeah, that's that's not even that's not even the appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's not Join-
1: my desire. I just joining us is the voice of reason, my brother JB. Welcome to the Madden Voice.
2: Even gentlemen, sorry to be tardy, but like I said, I had a uh, unplanned change of schedule. I hear that y'all talked about the Bears and the boys and the disappointment, so I'm just in time.
1: Yes, as train said, I was throwing darts. I, I I I I don't forget. He he's he's diminishing the post from two weeks ago when he did, where he tagged us. Let me, the pose let me
3: ask. The let, me ask the let me ask Can, I, can I finish?
1: Can I finish? It, it, can I finish let what me I'm
3: ask him myself.
1: Can, I can I finish what I'm saying first, though? Is that okay? If I can finish what I'm saying,
3: thank you. I appreciate. I'm going to form the story in your favor. That's what you're going to do. But go ahead. Well, <laughs> well, I'm going
1: to say what I want to say, and then you can ask him whatever you want. But I'm at least going to finish what I'm saying. Um, yeah, on Thanksgiving he posts the Cam Newton pose, um, tagged us all on the day that Cam Newton whooped up on the Cowboys. And, you know, I told him then and I'm saying it now. Yeah, yeah, I took it personal. Football personal, not 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 personal like T train personal, but football personal, yeah, I took it as a dig. You know? And well, so five, I just everything. jabbed back at him and said, Well, at least the Cowboys are still playing for something course, now I find out the Bears do have a minuscule shot to get a wild card. They haven't been completely eliminated. <laughs> I thought they were out, but I guess I was wrong. But I just so I threw a dab back and just said, "Well, you know what? At least the Cowboys are still playing for something." That's all I said. So, so,
3: little big brother Jay, I make that post. We just beat the Packers, which is a huge monkey on our back. I threw a Cam Midden, Cam Newton post into the to show the C on my chest. For Chicago, do you, my brother, take that personal? Just because Carolina beat y'all earlier that day. Well, um, didn't feel good. Didn't take it personal,
2: but had the Bears won since. That's
0: that's not that's beside the point.
2: Oh, hey. I will. Well, for, for me. For me, that is the point because every time we do our weekly picks, every time I choose the Bears, they lose.
3: <laughs> See now you you think you're on something else. It's, it's, I can't win either, y'all. <laughs> I, think, I, mean,
2: I, could, I could pick the Bears on a buy they still would lose just because.
0: <laughs>
2: That's cool. Not, oh,
0: not to All mention, not to mention,
1: we needed the Bears to help us out, and they, uh, Anyway, uh, Robbie Gold, whatever. Uh, anyway.
3: See, all I got is K-Style. Like, K-Style, give, give, give me a cam. Make me feel bad. <laughs> give me that. Help me out.
2: <laughs> oh, cam. Oh, I'm in my voice. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, boy. All right, let's try on. again. Job, boy. Oh,
2: cam.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Blow it yeah, out. Yeah, oh, he man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, and, and Dr. Train, what you're forgetting is Thanksgiving, me and my brother were actually together. Um, so he actually was there with me when I saw it, and we chatted about it. And, like, you know, we're we both looking at each other at that moment, like, what the hell is Train doing? You know,
2: so I, well, I, well, I not as, well. as I would say,
3: there's some bells.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: All right, so. Y'all are funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, we are. And, Jay, you Y'all- didn't hear I'll give you the I'll give you the thirty second version, um, before you came on the air I called out Des Bryant I, I think I think you know and um, and, and you know this is the first year first time in years that I actually watched three Cowboy games with my brother so uh, maybe that's why we're losing maybe Jay we need to go back to watching them separate because <laughs> um, that is now that's some boo um, that's a up boo yeah. But I called out Des Bryant. Said I, I I need Des Bryant to play like Des Bryant, not not like he's been playing. Last week against the um, Packers, he played like garbage. He looked like garbage. He smelled like garbage. I've been defending him all year. I've been making excuses for him all year. And he, to my knowledge, is as healthy as he's been, and he's still playing like garbage. I know Matt Castle is terrible. I'm not giving Matt Castle a pass. Matt Castle is terrible. But when you got a guy over there in Pittsburgh that's five foot hundred and eighty pounds soaking wet, and I don't care who his quarterback is, he's lighting it up. It's kind of hard then to go to Dez and say, "Well, you don't have Romo, we give you a pass." Um, he, he he he's getting paid a lot of money to catch the balls that are thrown at him, catch him, crying out loud. And and last week the game, I mean Sunday's
2: game, just was terrible, just terrible, terrible. <laughs> You hit it on the head. Not to mention,
1: someone's got a lot of feedback. I'm not sure who.
2: Thank you. So, see it on the head. It is not not only is he playing terrible. This is crunch time. This is December, and your team still has something to play for. These are balls that he was dropping. That 99 times out of 100, he gets. And if you're going to be considered one of the top receivers in the league, you got to make these catches. The easy ones, the the medium the level of difficulty, the high level of difficulty, you got to make these catches. And on top of what you're saying, Castle is terrible. terrible. Uh, you're, you're, you're right on that. Yeah, like Charles Barkley, that's terrible. It terrible. is terrible. But help your quarterback out because he needs all the help he can get. If you're going to be back there and, and, and trying to catch the ball, have it fumble and bounce all over the place, you're not doing anything for Castle's confidence. And that's the one thing a quarterback is always going to need is some level of confidence. If he doesn't have that, he's got nothing. And dropping all these balls is not going to help him. So, Des, we know you can ball, just go ball. Just go do what you was paid to do. Knock them out. Yeah, terrible. It's like garbage.
1: Um, Jay, real quick, Odell Beckham or Antonio Brown? Who's better?
2: Uh, I'm going to take Antonio Brown, and and, and this is why. Um, nothing against Odell Beckham, but we're talking about uh, how many games, 20? I think he's been in 20 games, 24, something like that. And, and yeah. I think Brown's got, got more games under his belt. So I'm always going to lean to the one that's got longevity, the one that's been doing it repeatedly over and over. Now, granted, Brown isn't no 10-, uh, 15-year veteran. I'm not saying that. But Odell's got the flash. Brown's got some of the consistency. If Eli has a bad game, we don't really hear from Odell unless he makes a great, a, a crazy catch. But we seem like we're always hearing about Brown. So it, it's a close one, but I'll take Brown for those reasons.
0: Okay.
1: Good I think we're, unanim- we're, we're unanimous, K-Star, on that one. But. You know what's interesting? What, what really is interesting about this is um, the Steelers win. Cincinnati loses their starting quarterback. Their, I believe, Pro Bowl tight end, although he should be back. Um, and right now, they're two games out of first place. And if the season ended, they would not make the playoffs at 8-5. and five. Dallas is 4-9 and and just lost to the Packers. And they are two games out of first place in their division. And if the season ended right now, would not make the playoffs. It is amazing that we can take these two teams that have had drastically different seasons and see them in – Almost identical situations. Now, the one difference we can say is the Steelers still have a shot at the wild card where the Cowboys have no shot at the wild card. That is the one difference. So we can can honestly say that that is one difference. But beyond that, it's really amazing when you look at the NFL, when you look at the the Patriots, people were, you know, giving up on New England. And um, New England came back and said, "Um, I'm sorry, did you forget who we are? And uh, now they've clinched their division and um, looking good for a uh, first-round bye, if not home field. Um, and now everything's cooling off a little bit in Denver. Now, all of a sudden, maybe Brock isn't the answer this season. Maybe if Peyton is healthy, now all of a sudden, Peyton, Peyton may get that job back where two weeks ago, no one really wanted to say anything. Now you go going lose to a pretty decent <coughs> Raiders team, division rival, and all of a sudden, things change. And what about the Colts getting mollywops by the Jaguars? Mm. Mm. Um You know, I mean, it, you know, if you think you know what's going to go on, you really don't. But here's my last question for all of you. And then we're going to head into, uh, I did say it was be a shorter show. Commissioner T is, is definitely under the weather, and I feel myself fading. I got to go get some tea, some honey, and some lemon with a little shot of something, and I'm going to chill. <laughs> One last question for all of you to answer, and I'm going to start with Dr. Train. And this is real simple. Will the Panthers finish the regular season undefeated? Dr. Train, you were
3: first. Okay. The main opponents are Giants, Atlanta, and well, uh,
1: Let's see. I'm looking it up now. Tampa. At New York. At Atlanta. Home for Tampa. All one o'clock games. Uh-huh.
3: As far as I can see, uh, yeah, like I can't Mark, be just picking at those teams to just beat Carolina. It's the toughest, by far, would probably be the Giants. Okay.
1: Train says, yes, they will finish 16-0 in the regular season. JB! <laughs>
0: Nope no
2: nope. nope. and, and and it and it may not be because of the uh competition it may be because they're talking about wrestling and starting, so there's there's been a lot of talk about sitting cam and sitting some of their um, high profile players, not to mention you you've got teams that they're going up against that are playing for something, and um, it's it's difficult going undefeated in the regular season it's not done every year. Uh, I don't see it happening. No disrespect to them, I just don't see it happening.
0: Okay.
1: K Star.
2: Yeah, they're going undefeated. I mean, let's look at these games. Uh, the Giants present the biggest challenge, but to me, Carolina has an answer for the Giants' biggest threat in Mister Odell, Odell Beckham with with top cover corner Josh Norman. So. And the Giants defense last the check's pretty bad. I don't think they're gonna beat um, Carolina. Look at Atlanta, they're just absolute train wreck. I mean, my god, if I, the bottom has fallen out and they ain't ever picking back up. That's even has been dead for a while. And then uh lastly, home against Tampa Bay, you know, they if if you know, for uh, assuming that Killing does not rest their starters in this situation, I can't see uh Tampa Bay beating uh, uh Carolina at Carolina. Um, So, yeah, I I think they will be going 16-0. I mean, the only thing I think that's going to stop is if they really do rest their starters.
1: Well, here here are my thoughts. I don't think they'll go undefeated. Uh, I really hope they beat the Giants to keep the Cowboys in the picture, but the Cowboys got to win Saturday night, or else it really is a moot point. That said, um, I don't think they'll go undefeated. Um, I think the Atlanta game is going to be a better game than people think. It's in Atlanta. Atlanta has nothing else to play for but pride. Um, they just got Mollywap themselves. I think they're gonna come out stronger, ready to play. Um, and Tampa has shown the ability to play some pretty good football themselves, um, with you know, Cam Newton number two on the other side there, Jameis Winston. Um But but let me say this. If they rest their starter, I don't think they're gonna win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. I've said that. I've meant it. I don't think they're going to go undefeated, and I don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. And this isn't Haterade talking. This is just my belief that a Seattle team or a Green Bay team that gets on a roll, even an Arizona team, can take them down. That's my, that's my belief. That said, if they have any chance of doing this, of winning it all, whether they go undefeated or not – They do not, they should not, hear me clearly, do not rest your starters. The only way you rest your starters is in a game like you just had against an Atlanta team when you're up 38-0 in the third quarter. Okay, pull your starters and rest them the rest of the game. Keep your team in rhythm. These guys have a rhythm going. They have a flow going. Do not interrupt. Ron Rivera, I'm trying to tell you, don't do it. Keep them playing. You were part of 85 Bears. You know about rhythm. Keep them playing. You can pull them early, but make sure they go through the same routine every week. They get dressed. They get on the field. They play. They play the first half. They play three quarters. You know, whatever. Keep them in that rhythm. Do not sit them. Don't do it. I get the argument. I know the argument. And, yes, it is a risk. Every NFL player is one hit away from a season-ending injury. Right? Sometimes it ain't even a hit. Sometimes you just step wrong on the turf and and you blow a knee. I get it. But with what they're doing, now here's where I'm going to speak positively about the Panthers. With what they are doing and the level that they are playing at, this is brand new to all of them. All of them. They, They ain't seen nothing like this before. So don't change it on them. This ain't Tom Brady. This ain't Peyton Manning. Guys that have been 12-0, 13-0, 14-0 12 and 0, 13 and 0, 14 and 0 before. Drew Brees went to 11 and 0 or whatever before. These, these, he's not those guys yet. He may get there one day, but he's not there. This is brand spanking new. So what they need is consistent consistency and continuity. They need to see the same thing. They just need to get up and go play football every week. 14 and 0, yep. 15 and 0, yep. You know you got nothing left to play for. You know what? We're, we're gonna go play. Are you playing for an undefeated season? No, we're just going. It's just the next game. If they do that, well, I might be eating my words. But if I see them starting to, you know,
3: well, you know, uh,
1: you know, we're fifteen and zero now, and uh, we got nothing left to play for. We're pulling all the starters and we're resting people. You in trouble?
2: You in trouble? I'm trying to tell you, you're in trouble. Don't do I, it. I agree. I agree. How many times have we heard, you know, coaches say? and, like, regret that they wish they had played their starters the whole way through um, because we've seen the slow starts that they've had after having the, the basically Week 17 as a bye week for them because of the rest of the players. And then the, the additional bye week that they earned, and then when they get back into the divisional game, they're, uh, you know, trying to knock off the rust against a team that's hot. You know, like we saw with the Steelers and Colts in 05. And, I mean, there's yep. several other instances, too. Um, so, it, like, yeah, they should not pull – them just because they are 15-0. You know, that would be so silly. Like, let's not over, you know, think this, Ron Rivera, so please don't.
1: Nah, I, I, I agree. I mean, when you look at a team like the Seahawks, who aren't going to win their division, okay, so they're going in as, um, you know, a fifth seed, okay, or a sixth seed, depending on how things play out, okay? Um, Does anybody, I mean, we talked about no one wants to see the Steelers in the AFC. Does anybody want to see the Seahawks in the NFC? Nobody Not wants see them. to. Nobody. Nope. Nobody wants to see them boys. Russell Wilson playing lights out. Now, okay, they they got a running back situation. Let's see what they do. You know, beast mode went down. Rawls came in and played just as well. I don't know if they can get beast mode back in time for the playoffs or Rawls is done. So let's see what they do with running back. We don't know, but um, you know, right now, you know, they, they 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 looking they looking damn good. Defense is playing better again. You know, boys are hitting. So. You want to? You got to stay on your game, cause you know. I mean, when I look at the NFC and I see the possibility of Seattle going to Carolina for the championship for the conference championship. Oof! Now I know Carolina beat them earlier in the year, but <laughs> this is a, this is a different Seattle team. This Seattle team is, you know. And, and let me just say this, and then we'll move on. I um, I have to give Seattle and Pete Carroll and that team a lot of credit, because I mean. You know, this is the third year now that they're on their playoff push, and even you know, two Super Bowls in a row, and you can't count them out for being one of one of the teams to look at as a Super Bowl contender in the NFC, along with Carolina, um, and possibly Green Bay, depending on um, you know, depending on, on on their health. But you, you can't Arizona, Arizona, too. Um, but you can't not, you know, several weeks ago, Seattle looked crappy. They just didn't look good. Dallas, who was not a very good team, played in the 13-12. to 12. Okay? 13-12. to 12. So, and now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to play them right now. So, I, I have to give credit where credit is due. Pete Carroll's doing a great job. Russell Wilson's woken up. Team's looking great. And, man, oh, man um and you know what let's be real playoffs I i'm looking at the combinations of teams that could be going in other than the nfc east team which probably won't, won't do anything i don't care who it is they ain't going anywhere um but when you look at the other three divisions and you look at a packers team you can never count out aaron Rodgers. you look at the vikings they're playing you know overall playing some good football uh obviously the panthers um the cardinals the seahawks i mean some good football. You look at the AFC, obviously we've got the Patriots, uh, Bengals and Steelers, right? Steelers, probably the team you don't want to see, uh, Broncos chiefs winners of of, five in a row, you know, don't want, you know, that's a scary team. And what happens if the Colts get on a roll and Andrew Luck comes back and plays like Andrew Luck that we know, could they be a team to keep an eye on? I mean, the playoffs are going to look, the playoffs are going to be a lot of fun this year. Looking forward to the playoffs. Um, Alright, that said, let's get into power rankings. And then we're gonna do picks and then we're gonna get out of here. Um and I'll go first on the par rankings just well, because I can. Um so I've got the Bengals at five. They went down this week. Um I'm not worried about them because I believe they're still gonna be there in the end. Um I still think if Peyton gets healthy he's the guy you want. Um, period. I just think you go with Peyton Manning. Uh Bengals at five, Broncos at four. Um I'm sorry, I I, I I said Bengals. I met Bengals. Um, Dalton went down, and I had to put the Bengals at five because without Dalton, McCarron's un- unproven. So you know, I had to put the Bengals at five. Uh, Broncos at four, even though they went down. I, I think Peyton's going to be returning at some point. And I like their chances with Peyton. Uh, Cardinals at three, looking playing well. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of Bruce Arians, but the team's playing well. Uh, Patriots, nice game against the Texans at two. And of course the undefeated uh uh Carolina Panthers at one. So that's Bengals, Broncos, Cards, Patriots and then Panthers at number
2: one. Uh J B, power rankings. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually I have the same exact ones, um, and for very similar reasons. I I was thinking about putting the Cardinals at two, but I I think about Brady and he's got weapons that are down, but for some one way he comes out and he's able to win ball games, so I, that's why I had them at two and I was going that one, but
3: uh, the same order that you have. Okay. Dr. Train? Um, uh, me five is the um, Bengals, Broncos, Patriots, Arizona, Carolina. Okay. K star. Yeah.
2: Um I got the Steelers, got the Bengals, uh I've got the Patriots, Cardinals, and the Panthers. <laughs> What's funny? <laughs>
3: <laughs> he looked at hey, He saw them getting up to Power rank Today man That's what he saw man. That's what That's what got. <laughs> I'm trying To say I, I knew he was Going to do it uh, They don't. should be in there They should be there
2: uh, You guys You guys are putting The Bengals in there Above them When they don't even Have any dogs anymore
1: Let, let me see You have Give me your five again Five to one Steelers
2: Yeah Steelers I'm uh, sorry uh, Bengals Steelers Bengals are five Steelers are four
1: Oh wait wait wait! Hey, hold on, Dave. You just changed it on me. Bengals. Steelers. Yeah,
2: my bad. I meant to put Bengals, then Steelers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Patriots. Um, Cardinals and Panthers. Okay. All right,
1: and um, so you have the Steelers at eight and five, and no mention of the Broncos at ten and three. Division leading Broncos at ten and three. You've got the Steelers at eight and five, not the Chiefs who would be in the playoffs right now and you wouldn't. And they've won five in a row. But you've got the Steelers. Steelers are
2: the Steelers are the better team.
1: And the Chiefs have a better conference record than your Steelers, mm-hmm.
2: but you still have the Steelers. Yep. Steelers the Steelers are, are listen, are the biggest threat in the AFC. You you've mentioned it many times earlier.
1: Oh I I I I, I, I stand by that. They, I said my exact words, and I stand by that. They are the most dangerous team in the AFC. If it not were for um, the injuries in New, in New England, that's the only reason I put them ahead of New England as far as dangerous goes because New England's still hobbled a little bit. Um, Seattle in uh, the NFC, to me, is the most dangerous team, but Carolina is the best team. But, oh, absolutely, I stand behind them being the most dangerous team. A team that on any given day could beat anybody in NFL, absolutely. Right now, with who they have on their roster, with Ben playing, um, damn it, dare, dare I say, MVP-level football. I said it. I don't. I, I told you guys last week, my football integrity comes first. Ben Roethlisberger is the real deal. I can't keep him out of the four-horsemen. He's playing lights out. Um, so I stand by everything I said. But when I'm looking at the power rankings for the entire season, man, I, I just can't put them ahead of the Broncos, man. Um, I can't I can't I can't, you know, I I, I just question your integrity
2: now. And you know, I mean Homerism well, and you know. The Steelers play the Broncos this Sunday. And I plan on picking the Steelers. And I imagine you guys were gonna pick the Broncos then if that's the case. And that's how I approach it. I approach it a little differently than I guess the rest of you do. When I look at power rankings, look at from a holistic view, but also a recent last three week spectrum, kind of and I have some concerns for Denver because I don't think they're really doing anything well offensively um, at all. They're not able to run the ball right now, and I think while Brock did not play very good, he's a little better than what he's shown, but he's, there's still questions there. And he's starting again this Sunday, and um, yeah, I think the year are more complete on both uh, overall on both sides of the ball at this point in the season.
1: You, you, think, you
2: think the again, Steelers'
1: defense is a better defense than, no, better,
2: no, no, no. than the – No, uh, no, no, overall. Come on, overall. Overall team. Probably. Um, obviously, the Broncos is a better defense. It's not even a freaking question, but uh, when you combine offense, defense, special teams, the Steelers, I think, are the better team.
0: Hmm.
1: Fellas, any thoughts on that before we go to the picks?
3: Can't go back and forth with a homer, man. That'd be too tough. Yeah. Yeah, Homer? Huh? Yeah, it is. On, yeah, you are. It,
1: it really is. A, it it is a Homer pick, though. K Star. Okay. Really right. yeah, it, it, it
0: it
2: is. Just saying. They'll be they'll be in your five here soon. What's that? So they'll be in your top five here soon.
1: Um. Well, I, you know, I don't know what the future is going to bring, but they're not in it this week. I mean, at eight and five, I just you know, I I I, just, I, I don't see it. That's all. I mean. I don't see it, so. But you know, we have this talk pretty regularly about the balance between loyalty to a team and football integrity. And um,
2: this isn't. This is not. No, 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 no. This is not. It's seriously. This is not homerism. If, the, if it were a, a different team in, the, in a situation where really? I felt like some teams were trending downward and T was trending upward, I mean, Seattle. I listen. I would not mind putting Seattle in the five either, uh, over Denver. Frankly, at this point.
3: So tell me this, so so tell me this. Why why didn't you put Seattle since you guys lost in this? Why didn't I what? Why didn't you put Seattle in the five since Seattle beat you guys?
2: Okay, because we just uh beat uh Cincinnati at uh, Cincinnati who's been in the five throughout the whole season. And
3: but uh but Seattle beat you guys and they got the same record. And they're they're one of the they're one of the, you know if we just you know you guys just discussed it, your team and their team two of the most dangerous teams but head up same record they won but when you did your five you put your team okay in put them in there put them on, put,
2: okay put put those two in there over the bagels. I'm fine with that too that's my point though because there's now uncertainty with with in my opinion in Denver and in Cincinnati like that's not the same team that's been there throughout the whole year. That's my that's my whole take on the whole matter. And that's how I, don't I, they, I put it don't in. They the deserve the
1: right, don't they deserve the right to play the game? Don't they deserve the right to play and show you? I mean, instead of you just playing. The yeah, game,
2: that's, 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 yeah they, they do. And that's why I still have them in mind personally. I mean, but Rockets the beat Three them.
1: One, four and one. What is he as a starter?
2: Still pretty doggone on as a starter.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah feedback for real.
1: Yeah, I don't know who that is. Is that you, train?
3: Yeah, probably. Okay. Stop it. <laughs> um <laughs>
1: Um Yeah, I mean I mean you know, Brock is what, four and one as a starter? He lost just lost, but isn't he like yeah, four he and is. one? Three and one as a starter? I mean mm-hmm. You know, uh, all right. Well, I'm not changing anything. I just, I just think this is a conversation we have with you pretty regularly, and I do think it's homerism because, because you well, did put the Steelers in and trained does not, make it's a not, valid point.
2: it's not, it's not homerism. You yeah, can, but you, you put the Taylor, it, I had the same stance. Wait, but I had the same stance with Denver a few years ago with, with Kansas City. We bring that up sometimes too. So I don't think it's fair to say it's homerism. Well, it is because it's the Steelers. It's, it's just, oh, you know, oh okay, okay.
1: That that, that was okay. stupidity because the, the Chiefs were undefeated. I mean, that was just dumb. Was oh just, yeah, it was, was so dumb,
2: dumb that that I picked them to win and they did. And yeah, I know.
1: They weren't that I mean, bad. I mean, That's I
2: approach
1: mean, I mean, uh, it
2: differently. differently.
1: Crystal ball, When you're doing power rankings, doesn't work. Power rankings. We've had this conversation right now. It's, it's, NFL par. No, no, no. Oh, no. Not what's going to yeah. happen next week, the weekend. That, 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 that's not par rankings. It's par rankings. We played 13 games. Who are your top five NFL teams right now?
0: That's par
2: rankings. Right now. That's it. Right now. Hold on. But it's right now. It's not all season. It, it's, again, like I said, no, it's, it's holistic, but also season. recent trends. It's based on
1: all season because you played 13 games. No, no. That's-
2: that's part of it. You listen. You if you if that's how your criteria is, it's different from mine, and that's totally fine. But I'm telling you, I look at it from two different well, ways. Look at it holistically. Different. That's part of it. But also, what's happening lately? I mean, is, are is there teams? Are there reasons why this team isn't playing? Isn't playing well? Or is it now uncertainty? Is there a team that's right on another team's tail? Yes.
1: So you're putting your team again, but your, your team may not even win the division, and you're putting your team ahead of a team that is two games ahead in the division. It's just there's no logic there. Because because okay. Dalton went out. Because Dalton went down. And you yourself said. Yeah, and the, Steelers, and the
2: Steelers just beat them. Yeah, and the Steelers just beat them at Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, with a backup quarterback, though. With a backup quarterback. So, he didn't take so when they beat us, we, we, we were hurt, he too. But realistically, K-Star, he didn't get a week of preparation against your team. He coming in cold off the bench. That's a lot for any quarterback. He's a backup. He's a backup. Don't go there, but uh, you beat Cincinnati and Cincinnati when Dalton goes down in the sixth quarter. Hey,
3: let I me mean, check that. How it. did the feedback I'll, train? I'll train the I'll, feedback. I'll give you. I'll give you your 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 train of thought of how you choose. But if I choose you, if I just use your train of thought, then you wouldn't be. The, then your team wouldn't be the fifteenth. Seattle would, because Seattle beat you guys. Uh, face off your initial five it would be Seattle would not be Steelers. but it's the Steelers because you're a Steelers fan. That's why. I uh, five.
2: No, I mean, they just are far for running backs, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right,
2: no, but no, no, but that's actually that's, – that's a fair point. That is a fair – Fair points. Maybe there is a little bit of something in that regard, slight, but there is. That's why we waiting. right, But but not but not but not with the logic itself. The logic is the logic is something I I, I have always as yeah, far as how, how I approach it and how it. I do my power like, rankings. There's no, it's always there's been no there
1: logic. There's no logic in you using prediction on what you think is going to happen.
2: It's not just prediction. Event, it's it's analyzing.
1: It's the log, the last few lost, weeks. Can I finish what I'm saying? You just said, well, Seattle lost their running back. Well, they lost Lynch, and how have they, they been doing since Lynch went down? Because Rawls went in and balled. Sometimes the backups come in and ball, don't they? Okay? So you don't know what's going to happen now. So for you to just say, well, they lost him, so it's going to, we don't know. We don't know what McCarron is going to do, right? We didn't know what Brock Osweiler was going to do. We don't know. We don't know what Landry Jones would have done, right? We don't know. We, You know, but we do know what has happened is the point. We know that after 13 games you split with Cincinnati and they are two but, games up. That's what we know. That's a fact.
2: But we, you, and,
1: and we also said, know
2: that there's a fact that Ben Wolfsburg the wasn't there for four of them, for four of the games, okay. and now he is. Absolutely. And that has to factor in. If that doesn't factor into to the rankings, then, you know, you're doing it wrong. Sorry. Well, like then, I'm not saying sure he, well, he so he's been your five, so that needs to be a part of the equation
1: now. No, it doesn't happen. No, no, because guess what? You're eight and five. And we don't know what okay, would have well, happened. You- we don't know what would have happened if Ben had played. That's like me saying, Tony Romo missed eight games this year, so I'm putting the Cowboys in the par rankings because he went three and one. So if Tony had played, here's what the team would have done. So I'm putting the Cowboys in because I know what would have happened. We don't know. We don't know what would have happened if Ben had played those four games. You could assume. You can guess. You might be right. You might be wrong. But you don't know. Last season, Ben had games we threw for 500 yards, and then came back and played like a high schooler, remember? You called him out. No. Ben, what's going on? Last year. Not
2: last season.
1: No, it was last season. It absolutely was last season.
2: Yes, last was last season, season was
1: awesome. You, guys won a, you won a division last season. And he had he yeah. came out and threw what was the game five interceptions in one game six interceptions and then no, the next week he threw no. five hundred yards yeah that was last year that was absolutely nothing
2: happen. Year. Oh, okay. there's no five interception game but no last season he had nine all year
1: he had a, he had two terrible games last year after having two all world games last year. Don't make me have to go look it up and show you that I know what I'm talking about.
3: The he, had, is,
2: he had a game against the Jets where the team was, was, was really bad. We turned up, we oh, fumbled okay. like three times, and we lost after he yeah. threw 12 okay. touchdowns in the previous two games. That's probably the game you're talking about. But.
1: Me. Anyway, my point is we don't know. But what we do know is what has happened. And this has been my argument with you all the time. You can't – you should not. You can because you do, but it makes no sense to make um, power rankings – Today, off of what you think is going to happen over the next week, two weeks, three weeks. It's, let let it's it happen. Massive. Then you adjust your power rankings if it happens. But what if you're wrong? Then your power rankings are shit. But we know what happened.
2: Well, well they were shit when, when Kansas City was 9-0 over Denver, who was 8-0.
1: Because at that time, that they them, were undefeated. That proves to be true. Hey, I don't believe in Carolina, but they're number one on my power ranking because they're undefeated. But I think if they played okay. the Patriots, the Patriots would beat them right now. That's what I think. But you know what? Patriots are 11-2. and two. Carolina's 13-0. and 0. So who's number one? The Panthers. Because they're undefeated. But I think the Patriots would beat them head-to-head. Right now. Without Edelman. With Gronkowski and Amantula.
2: But the Patriots and but, but the Panthers are blowing people out. So it's really... I mean... It's tough to not have them at one no matter the circumstance. It's not like they're just skiing by it at fourteen. No, they're just killing you're people.
1: Missing my point. My point is, using your logic, well, I mine. have the Patriots at number one because I think they would beat the Panthers, but that's, I don't but that's not because what, the Panthers exactly are under all football. what
2: I'm saying.
0: It's
1: exactly what Which you're saying. you're If you listen, right-
2: I, I, all I'm telling you is, is this: if you are really believed that a couple of years ago that having the nine and Chiefs or the eight one Broncos was the move at the time, and that to you is still correct, then that's fine. But it ended up being wrong, and the reason why there was reasons to tell us to be wrong because the Chiefs were playing really bad teams They were just getting by, and we could see it.
0: There were there
3: were, there were viable reasons. You
0: That's pay attention. Pay hey, attention.
3: attention. Pay hey, attention.
0: Actually, the Chiefs listen, and the
3: Broncos were playing listen, the same schedule.
1: Listen, listen. Yeah, and the Chiefs were barely standing by. K-Star. K-Star. You cannot – the end does not justify the means. You cannot predict the future. So please don't waste my time telling me what would – what. Did happen after the fact. When you do a power ranking, it's right. Why are we wasting now, the time I'm reading the stuff? Can I, can I talk? I'm making a very clear point that even a man of your limited intelligence should be able to follow. A power well, yeah, ranking, okay. power <laughs> ranking, right now is based on right now. You don't know what's going to happen next week. If you do, go buy Powerball because I, I, we should, we should never hear from you again. If you're that confident that you can predict the future, you should be buying lottery tickets or something, and not, not being on a Mad Voice and not I, playing FanDuel. You should, because we don't it, know. Kim no, instead of, instead, of don't know what what sandals, instead of making it,
2: thousands it, playing FanDuel, instead of making thousands playing FanDuel. So I'm doing that. It
1: doesn't matter what happens next week. Now until it happens. I don't, it doesn't matter what I think, what you. It doesn't matter. What matters is what has happened. And up to 13 weeks, we know what we've seen for 13 weeks. Period. Doesn't matter after that. Now, after 14 weeks, that's why we do it every week. That's why we do this once a week. That's why we wait four weeks to do it when the NFL's doing it at the beginning of the season. And what do we say here on the Mad Voice? Ain't been a, you know, let, let a few games go by. Let's see what's going on. And then after four weeks, we start doing power rankings. Every week, wake up and smell a little bit of the coffee here. Your, your, your prediction of the Steelers may be true by week 16, may be true by week 15, may be true by next week. If they win and, you know, Denver loses, hey, maybe. But today, we're here today on the 15th, and today they're 8-5. And, and they're not, they're not even a, a playoff team as of right now, and that's the whole point. They're eight and five, and not even a plus. You've got a team that. So, uh, we
2: ignore? are going to ignore recent trends. Is what you're saying? I don't ignore
1: recent. We're going to ignore, ignore recent. At...
2: We're going to ignore. We're going to ignore recent trends, and we're going to look at it for week one to thirteen, but not factor in what's happening week nine to thirteen, for instance.
1: No, no. We're going to look at what you said is correct. Week one to thirteen because we play well, the that's entire. That's not how I
2: approach it. That's not how I approach it.
0: It's, 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 sorry, you, that, you, that
1: you, is Charlie, different from you. Or, months of the season, that's not relevant to you. What's only relevant is the recent the recent four weeks. The other games I- that, that formulate the record that get you to where you are, those don't matter. Only the recent games matter. And that is logical to you.
2: If there are things that deviate from what was going on earlier this season, absolutely it does. It's literally hashtag analysis. Sorry. well, Train, you were right.
1: You can't fight homerism. All right. Let's okay. move on. One day, one day, one day, as is usual with UK Star, you will wake up and smell a little bit of the coffee and realize, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, um, I'll say two words and I'm moving on. Football integrity should be number one
2: over everything. So, so the Steelers at fifth was just the most controversial thing we've ever had on the show. Right? There's um, no argument. No argument made for Steelers number five. You had them at four,
1: not five. Number one, you had Bengals, Steelers. Patriots, Cardinals, and Panthers. That's the order you gave me.
2: So the number four is is the most controversial thing of all time.
1: No, generally most things you say still are related are controversial because you let your love for your team override football integrity and, and football knowledge so, more times than not. So, yes. So you
2: I'm sorry. Last few weeks I've been having to get apologies from you guys about But my homerism wasn't just homerism. Uh
1: uh uh. uh, You know why? Because I waited 12, 13 weeks and saw 12 or 13, not two or three weeks like you're doing. I saw three, four months of consistent play from Antonio Brown. I saw eight or nine games of consistent play by Ben Roethlisberger. I took the whole season into consideration and then came to you and said, You're right, K-Star. Ben is playing like a top quarterback in the NFL, not because of two or three games, from the entire season. Antonio Brown is the best wide receiver in the NFL, not because of three or four games, the entire season. My thought process is consistent. It is the season that you look at, not a handful of games. If that's the case, anyone could pick a random handful of games out of the season and use it to justify any decision about their team. But there's a reason you play 16 games over 17 weeks. When you're analyzing the performance, you look at the entire season and you come up with your analysis. And the analysis of the Steelers, which we agree on, is the most dangerous team in the AFC. I agree with that hands down. If I'm in the AFC, if I'm the Patriots or the Broncos, I don't want to play the Steelers on any field. neutral. I don't want to play them. I agree with that. I give you that all day. But when we're looking at power rankings and we're looking at the dangerous is the trend. The dangerous is your the recent five or six games. There you go. But if you're looking at power rankings and you're looking at dominance over the season, it's not fair to diminish the Bengals' 10-3 and three season because the Steelers have been surging. It's not fair. It's not fair to look at last week and say, you won, so I'm going to put them ahead, but a few weeks ago we lost. Oh, but that don't matter. It's not – it's not – the way an analyst who doesn't analysts,
0: an-
2: no 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 you're wrong because analysts weight things weight things uh, differently some weight things more recently than others and I'm simply waiting what's happening recently and I gave you reasons why with with the Dalton injury as well as the Steelers coming in there being them and also being uh, white hot as, as part of that.
0: All right.
2: All I'm right. gonna move on. Let's let's
1: pick some games. And, um, let's see. We've got Tampa at the Rams Thursday night, Thursday night football. Doctor Train,
0: um,
3: um Tampa at the Rams. I'm going to go. I want to go Rams now Okay Rams at home
1: K-Star
2: This is a tough one um, I'm going to go with Tampa But I hope everyone That listened last week played the Todd Gurley Like I suggested in the DFS Because he had a big game And If the Rams win it's going to be because of Todd Gurley But I think the Buccaneers run defense Is very strong and I think that they can slow them down, and they just have more to offer offensively. So I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. Okay, JB. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Rams also, but it, it should be an entertaining game to watch. You know, a close one.
1: All right, I got the Rams two at home. Uh, NFL, uh, NFL.com fifty six percent Buccaneers. Uh, Rams are home Thursday night football. Saturday night football: the Jets eight and five at the Cowboys four and nine. Um, is it safe to assume that we will be split two and two on this one?
3: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um,
1: JB, I'm gonna give you this one. I've talked enough about the Cowboys. What has you hopeful that the Cowboys can pull out a win at home against the Jets?
2: We, I'm probably going to be reaching on this one, stretching like a gymnast, as I've said in the past. Um, the, the one thing that I think the Cowboys have shown when the offensive line can really get it back together is is the fact that McFadden can get up and down the field. Furbin, I think, if, if he's given more opportunities, I think he'll be able to produce. And, and you talked about Dez earlier in the show. I think he's going to come back and just say, you know what, I'm going to take this team, put it on my shoulders, and I'm going to help Castle out. The defense has been good, um, it has been very good. And I think that's going to continue. I think that uh, they're going to put some pressure on Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick is not a very mobile quarterback. He can he can scramble, but he's obviously no Cam Newton by any stretch. He's no uh, Wilson. So they, they can't get to him. Um, But I think if they can play minus the turnovers, I think they have a chance to win. That's what I'm going with them. Because every time they turn the ball over, that's when bad things obviously happen, and that's the number one factor in why teams win or lose games. So if they don't turn it over, they're going to have a very good chance of winning.
1: I'll just add, if they don't turn it over, they also need to figure out a way to get turnovers. They have the worst turnover ratio in the NFL. By far, they don't get turnovers. Um, The one thing that concerns me about this game is tyler patman their slot corner has been released very surprised at that move um i thought he actually played pretty well um but they released him today and they're already thin at quarter um they have to bring byron jones who's um they drafted their first round draft pick from uconn they bring him down to play corner but he's he's Turning into more of a natural safety, um, J.J. Wilcox is the, uh, is is a safety, but he's terrible. Um, and frankly, I you know I don't know how his contract is, but he should have been the one released if you ask me. Um, so I'm not sure what their plan is in the slot um, against the Jets. I, I I don't I don't know. I really don't know. Um, they're thin at corner. I don't know what they're gonna do there. So I'm a little worried about that. Um, Dez needs to Des needs to play, you know. And Castle, I mean. You know, it, it'll be home. It'll be a dry stadium, a dry field. So there's no weather. Um, you got to throw that ball downfield, man. I mean, you got to let that ball fly. Just saying. All right. Chiefs eight and five at the Ravens four and nine. Oh, I'm sorry. Eighty uh, percent uh, have the Jets winning over the Cowboys. Uh, Chiefs eight and five at the Ravens four and nine. Uh, Chiefs across the board. Let's move yeah, on. Eighty-eight percent Chiefs. Bills six and seven at the Redskins, six and seven. Um, I'm just going to just throw it out there that this is a complete Homer pick. I need the Redskins to lose. I'm picking the bills um, just because I need the Redskins to lose. So bills for me. Um, K star. Yeah,
2: this is definitely a pick'em. um I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the home team, and I'm going to go with Washington for that reason. I don't really have a strong take on it uh, regardless, but uh, I know Buffalo just came off an emotional loss. You know, it wasn't at a, uh NFC opponent, but the uh, LeSean McCoy game sure was a pretty emotional <clears> loss. I'm <throat> going take, and Washington's flying high after that road win at uh, Chicago, so I'm going to go with Washington. Okay. J.B.? Uh, I'm going with Buffalo. Uh, they're still in the hunt. They haven't been mathematically eliminated. I can't trust what goes on with the Redskins. Uh, they had a good one against the Bears, and actually I think that may be the downfall for this week, uh, coming off of an emotional high. So I am going to go with the Bills on this one.
3: the trade. Yeah, last time with team, because I went with them, I'm not doing it this time probably go, I don't know what it is, what's in his head and why he's decided this field goes down, but um, definitely not. If you over a, a Buffalo team down, everything is better.
1: So, okay. Um, 55% have the Bills over the Redskins. Another should be an interesting game. The Texans at the Colts uh, for first place in their division. Um, K-Star, who you got?
2: I like the Texans. I'm not even sure who's playing quarterback for Indy this week. It might be Charlie Whitehurst from what I'm hearing. So, I mean, yeah, I'll take J.J. Watt in that instance.
1: Okay, Dr. Train? I'm sorry, what were the teams again? Texans at the Colts.
3: Oh, man. Um... Wow,
1: I, I think I'm going to go with the
0: Texans.
1: Okay. Yeah. JB? Yep, Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going with the Texans, too. I just looked. At, uh, Luck is getting there, but it doesn't look like he's going to play. Um, so I'm going to go with the Texans as well. If for some reason Luck plays, I may come back and change my pick. But um, – Right now, it doesn't look like he's going to play. So. Uh, and that's another 55% Houston over the Colts. Tennessee at Patriots. Um, Patriots, 97%. Let's move on. I'm not even going to waste time on that one. <laughs> Carolina, 13-0 at the Giants. Is anybody picking the Giants to upset the Panthers? Okay. Why? Um, 79% have the Panthers over the Giants. Dr. Train, your Chicago Bears, hanging on to very, very slim playoff hopes against the Minnesota Vikings.
0: not and why.
3: Made this real easy, buddy. Somebody's going to pick my team because I'm a fan. We're going to lose this game. This is going that. Now, I want all y'all to go ahead, pick so it is over.
1: Is anybody else picking the Bears? Let's move on. 90% picking the Bears, but I commend Train for picking. I mean, 90% picking the Vikings. But I commend you, Dr. Train, for picking the Bears. K-Star has gotten to you. (laughs) Falcons, 6 and 7 at the Jags, 5 and 8. JB.
2: The Falcons have taken an absolute nose dive, but you know what? And, and the Jaguars really pulled up the coat. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to go to Falcons on this one. Um, the bleeding has to stop at some point, and the way Jacksonville put fifty-one up on the Colts, I can't see that happening again. Might need to go on mute.
1: Okay. So Jason's picking the Falcons. K-Star.
2: I'm going with the Jaguars. Playing at home, playing well. Um, Honestly, they still have something to play for as well. They still have a chance in the AFC South. And they just have more upside than I think Atlanta does, who just has a one-man show, and that's just Julio. And uh, So I like Jacksonville.
1: Okay. Dr. Train.
3: Yeah. I think um wow, um I think I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. They almost got something more better to play for than, than the Falcons who saying, they're a pretty hot team right now from I'm, go
1: I'm going with Jacksonville, uh, for the direct opposite reason that Jay is picking the Falcons. Um I, I'd like to see the Falcons play more competitive, but they just look horrible right now. Um so I'm going with Jacksonville. 52% on NFL.com has the Jacksonville Jags over the Falcons. Um, listen, whoever is doing the background, noise, it's really disruptive. So, gotta mute yourself or something. Thank you. Green Bay nine and four at Oakland six and seven. Um, Dr. Train, who you got?
3: The moon for Oakland, but <laughs>
2: Green Bay gets to win this game. All right, K Star. Um, I'm gonna go with Oakland, oh, and oh, I think Liam actually took pressure on Rodgers. And um, Raiders been pretty good at stopping the run, and really Green Bay success lately has only come from the ground. So I think that the Raiders present an interesting challenge for them, and Green Bay has to travel out to Oakland. So I'm going to go with the Raiders in the upset. JB? Yeah, this one, I'm going to go with the Packers, uh, although that is a definite um, possibility of Raiders taking one from the Packs. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go with Packers. Looks like they've been
1: playing a little bit better lately. Packers, 85% NFL.com, Packers. Easy. Browns at the Seahawks. Um, Let's move on. Seahawks, 97%, NFL.com. Bengals at the 49ers. Is anyone picking the 49ers considering the quarterback situation? Okay. Bengals, 86%. Picking the Bengals. Alright. The Dolphins at five and eight at the Chargers at three and ten. Um K Star, what you got?
2: No, the Dolphins. They just I don't even know who Phil Rivers is throwing to anymore. These names are just unrecognizable. Okay. J B They are unrecognizable, no doubt, but um the Dolphins didn't look that great last night against the uh, a Giants team that's been and juggling and high. They ran the ball well, but I don't understand why. If you're going to run the ball well, you, you stop running the ball, and you're still in the game. So <laughs> don't did, 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 did. Uh, so go with the Chargers. They, 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 they always do that, by the way. It's so annoying. They just stop giving the ball to Lamar Miller after he's been awesome. Like, they just stop. They just stop doing it. Like It made no sense, and it happens all the time with Miami. I don't get it.
1: Well, I think it shows that Dan Campbell may not be the coach next year, so um, they need to get a coach in yeah. there that can, actually, that can actually manage the game better. Philbin was terrible. Campbell got them fired up, but I I didn't think he had the experience to be a head coach at this time, um, and it's showing. So, um, I'm going with the Chargers. As well. I'm going with the Chargers. Uh, that's my Dr. Train pick because that's his home area over there. So I'm going with the Chargers. Dr.
3: Train, who you got? I think I'm gonna say 78 on this one. I mean, it's, it's easy to pick Miami because they may have a better record, but um, man, that that one run that Lamar Miller had up in the middle where he made a cutback, it was like oh yeah, one I mean, of the sweetest runs I've seen in a while. And yeah. then to you know, I, I paid attention to the game, but I didn't pay attention to the game and to read you know read the, read the article later that they actually stopped giving him the ball. I was like, wow, really? I didn't notice it, but Damn, they did lose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Chargers.
1: Okay. All right. Um, And we've got um, 69% taking the Dolphins over the Chargers. Um, All right, K-Star. Broncos at the Steelers. Who you got and why?
2: Obviously, like the Steelers at home. Um, but I just feel like they're more balanced on both sides of the ball. You know, the offense of Denver has been pretty inconsistent, and I don't really see the – I think that the Steelers offense is not going to have a big game, but I think that they'll definitely put up uh, at least 20 points on the board, and I don't I, – I right now I have questions if Denver can even do that or keep up, and, I mean – it's the philosophy that you have to use T to is quarterback and head coach and I'm definitely going to take Big Ben and Mike Tomlin all day over Brock and you know uh Kubiac, so give me the Steelers.
1: Okay. Yeah, and Brock is definitely starting. Peyton's practicing this week it looks like, but Brock's starting. Um well, Peyton returns to practice this week. So that means as far as what he actually does, but Brock is definitely starting. All right, K Star's got the Steelers. Uh, Doctor Train.
3: Um, and I'm gonna take the Steelers on this one. Um, it, it's not going to be an easy, easy game for them. They're gonna, they're gonna have to to grind it out and get points because that, um, that Denver's defense will keep that team in it as long as they can. But, um, you know, if this is. If, if Denver's they were able, able to run the ball, or able to start, you know, scoring, it's, it's going to be it's going to be real hard for the Steelers. But I'll, I'll give the Steelers the edge over that. Okay, JB. Mm, you know what?
1: I'm going with the Steelers too. Uh, and, and a
2: lot of it has to do with the fact that they're playing at home. And. Uh, I think we had that discussion a couple of weeks ago about, ooh, quarterback controversy. Brock Osweiler, well, maybe folks just sort wrong. Um I'm going with Pittsburgh. Okay.
1: Um, I'm going to go with Denver. Um, and it's just for one reason only, because K-Star has completely disrespected Denver with his power rankings, and Denver is listening to the Madden voice, and they're really aggravated at K-Star right now, so they're going to come mm-hmm. ready to play. And, um... Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to pick Denver in what would be a mild upset because obviously with, um, Brock, the starter and not Peyton, uh, at home, the Steelers should be able to pull out a win here. You would think, um, but I think the Denver defense, I think Brock is going to learn from, uh, a mediocre game against a pretty decent Oakland team last week. And, um, they have a lot on the line. And uh, I think they're going to come ready to play. I I, I will admit um, the Steelers should win this game. I, I have no problem with anyone picking. This is not one of those, I'm not calling K-Star a homer for this pick. The it Steelers should win this game. That is the right pick. I will say that. But just something in me says that Denver is going to pull in a minor upset. That, you know, 24-21, 31-28, something like that is what I'm seeing, a close game. Um, so, um, NFL.com sixty-one percent with the Steelers, and I and I agree if that is the right pick. I'm calling an upset here. Uh, Arizona at what? I'm sorry. I
3: said call it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going with the upset. Uh, Arizona eleven and two at Philly Sunday Night Football. Um, is anybody picking the Eagles at home to beat Arizona? Hell no. Alright, let's move on. Eighty seven percent Cardinals and we all agree. Uh last but not least, Detroit Lions four and nine at the New Orleans Saints, five and eight. Kind of a who cares game. Um unless, you know, in fantasy football you might care, but other than that, you know, who cares? Um I'm gonna go with the Saints because I always go with the Saints, so <laughs> um
0: <laughs>
1: I don't even know if I'll watch this game to be totally honest with you, but um I'm going with the Saints. Um,
3: Dr. Train, who you got? Nah, I don't, think, I, don't, I don't like Detroit. Never have, never will. Heard that. So good to see them be the last, not us. <laughs> okay. K Star?
2: Uh, I like Detroit. Um, yeah, this is going to be a pretty high school game. It'll be a fun game to watch. I, I wouldn't miss it, too. I think it'll be an entertaining yeah, I'm, game. I'm, although... okay. Yeah, it's football. i watch it. I'll yeah, it. Yeah, 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 but I, I like I like Detroit. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game, and um, de, you know New Orleans defense has been really bad all year. Really, I, I think Detroit's defense is much better. So I guess by default they're probably more balanced than uh, New Orleans, and um, yeah, New Orleans just like Mark Ingram a couple weeks ago. That's not good. Um, so yeah, Detroit. JB. Who that baby? Go with the Saints. Okay, seventy four
1: percent also with the saints so and uh quickly looking at the madden voice group rankings through 13 weeks um, if my computer will allow me to open that up uh for us four, sitting at the top is dr train at 1550 points uh number 2 uh as he predicted he would uh re, re- uh catch up uh, ali quick at k star at 1400 and number three is JB at 1340, and picking up the rear is Commissioner T, the omniscient one, not being so omniscient, with 1,320 points. So there you have it. All right, uh, final words, uh, Dr. Train.
3: I like to say that there was no crazy comebacks in Fantasy Football this week. Yeah, finally got out of the first round. It was kind of good. Now I need to say the legendary little giant. So, uh, good game, K-Star. Even better decision to sit your quarterback. Man, they gave him a But I appreciate Brian, though. I do appreciate Matthias Bryant. He came through. You, on the yeah, other bitch. hand, as much as you play fan, dude, I do not mm-hmm. know why you did not play Michael Floyd. I, I don't know what you, what you were looking at.
2: Well, yeah, certainly was wasn't going to start him over Allen Robinson. Um, wasn't going to start him over T. Y. Hilton, who actually had pretty good games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Brandon mm-hmm. Cooks had a great matchup playing uh, against the Saints. Or, I'm sorry, against the Buccaneers. Um, so that, that was why Cooks. You know, he gets more targets than Floyd. It was actually I did think about that. It was a good call, but I uh, felt like it was better. Cooks had more upside and did not work out, but I don't think it would have mattered anyway. My quarterback, Hoyer, was just, just, ugh.
3: Well, actually, looking at your team, there were a few things you said have did to actually beat me, but, hey, glad you did. See you next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All
1: right. Uh, JB, final words?
2: Yeah, good to be home this past weekend. Good to, good to spend time on with my Green bro hand watching the game, even though the results weren't what we wanted. So um, yes, good to hang out with you, have a, have some, some old mom's home-cooked food and, you know, and what so I'm looking forward to the next trip, and I'm uh, looking forward to some football this weekend. All right.
1: Uh, K-Star.
2: Yeah, just looking forward to Sunday as usual. They're running low. There's only a few weeks left, so let's enjoy them.
1: Uh I echo those sentiments. Three weeks in the regular season left. Um hey, playoff race is really taking uh taking shape and um you know, I'd say uh you still have plenty of football to watch that actually counts. Um you've got a couple of bad divisions in the AFC South and NFC East, but um regardless people are still jockeying for position. And despite the fact that the Panthers are thirteen and oh, it's just still so wide open with the with the uh Seahawks playing strong, the Cardinals looking good, the AFC, of course we've talked about the Steelers surging, um, you know, and, and the Patriots looking like they're back in form and, you know, if the Broncos get Peyton back at the helm and, you know, uh, you know, there's just we just you just don't know. You think you know, but you don't know. So that's why you watch the games, because you just don't know. Um, so don't forget, there's Thursday night football this week. There is Saturday night football. The Cowboys host the Jets Saturday night. So, um, you know, if you plan on partying and getting your drink on, set your DVR, or just get your drink on at home and, and, and watch the Cowboys mm-hmm. upset upset the uh, Jets, because that's what's going to happen. Why,
2: okay. why? Why do they do that? Why did they, I'm just curious, does anyone know why they do that Saturday night thing, like later on in the season, the last few weeks? It's just No idea. I just never understood. Just no idea.
1: I don't I don't particularly care for it myself. I think that's the one yeah. day, just like they don't do Fridays because of high school football. I think you leave Saturdays alone. I mean obviously I think what college football's done now till bowl games, right? Um
2: Yeah, maybe that's why they do it. Maybe yeah, that's I agree
1: why, but still I, I don't know I do not I d I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Leave it leave it the way it is. You know, you're messing with my Saturday night now. Now I got I'm torn. You know, I want to go out and party. And I got a game. You know, messing up my social life. So, all right, guys, we're gonna get out of here. Thanks for putting up with me today, man. I'm tired. I'm cranky. I'm I'm sick. K Star, I know you're under the weather. I hope you feel better. Um, Dr. Train, J B, y'all do what y'all do. And uh, hey, we'll be back here next Tuesday night because you know, on the Madden Voice, all feuds are settled on the field. See you next week, everybody. Good night. <laughs>